thanking God for all of y'all that are joining in for our 10 minute Tuesday. Listen to me, share this with anybody that has ever been, that's ever been broken, that's ever been hurt, that's ever been burnt, that's ever been disappointed, that's ever had to deal with any kind of issues, that's ever had to deal with whatever. This, this that's alive. Anybody that's alive. <laughs> share this with anybody that is alive i gotta tell you this today now i know that each one of us has things that we have all gone through and we have experienced but pain has a way of 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 you know the way we process it you know everybody processes pain differently all right and i'm watching my i'm i'm watching my um my time right here. God bless you. God bless you. Listen to me. Listen to me. We all have things that we have been through. And, and I'm just going to be honest and just be transparent for a minute. I had a moment this morning. I had a moment. And I was sitting down thinking about, you know, how sometimes, you know, you can sit down and think about all of the things that you have been through, all of the losses that you have suffered, all of the, hey, cousin, all of the, you know, um, tears that you cried and the stuff that you have put up with and the people that have, you know, um, you've done good to and they turn around and pee in your coffee. You know what I'm saying? For lack of a better term. And. I'm telling you, I had a moment this morning and I was asking the Lord. I mean, just got finished not too long before, maybe about an hour or so, two hours after before that have been in prayer, seeking the Lord, feeling God, feeling good. Hallelujah. All of that good stuff. But I'm going to tell you something. We all are living in this earth suit right here. And I'm trying to tell you that life will affect you whether you want it to or not. Things happen and you feel them, whether you want to or not. And I want to talk to you today about going from pain to purpose and power. Because pain has a way that if we don't watch how it shapes us, it will mar us. It will, it will, it will destroy us. It will turn us into something that God never intended it to turn us into. Come on here, somebody. And I don't know about any of y'all, but I know that there's some things that I've been through in this little life, this little short span of time that I've been breathing and living here on this earth that have made me say, really, God, seriously, are you kidding me? You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I have dealt with people that I have loved and been faithful to that have dogged me. There's no other way to put it. And I know we all have had people that done stuff like that to us, have dogged us, have, 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 you know, done things and lied. And you couldn't even say nothing because God wanted you to hold your peace. Been there, done that. I got t-shirt, mug. I got, I, I got boots with those names on it. You, you know what I'm saying? With, 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 with that, with those experiences on it. But I want to talk to you about allowing pain to become you know, you taking that stuff that, that hurt you and allowing it to become what propels you to purpose and power. Not letting that stuff make you bitter and hateful and mean and angry and rebellious. Oh my God, I got to get to this. So let me get to my text really quick because this is supposed to be 10 minute Tuesdays and we know that 10 minute Tuesday easily turns into 20 minute Tuesday. <laughs> and so I'm trying to stick with, it. I don't want to have to call it 20 minute Tuesday, but if we have to, then we just will. But I want to read this to you. And this came to mind early this morning in prayer. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In my own personal time with the Lord. 
and I was reading here. So here's Ruth chapter one. I should, some of y'all should have knew where I was going already in the first place, but let me share this with you. Ruth chapter one, I want to start at verse one and it says, and I want to read down to verse four and it says, in the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land and a man of Bethlehem, Judah went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. The name of the one man was the name of the man was Elimelech, and the name of his wife Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion, and there they were Ephrathites from Bethlehem in Judah. They went into the country of Moab and remained there. But Elimelech, the husband of Naomi, died, and she was left there with her two sons. These took Moabite wives. Wives. The name of the one is Orpah, the name of the other is Ruth. They lived there about 10 years, and both Malon and Kilion died, so that the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. And I'm not going to get into the, to the deep, deep, deep stuff, but I just want to talk to you about, about the fact that there may have been things that you thought were going to happen. There may have been people that you thought was going to be there with you forever. There may have been people who you thought that you could rely on, that you could trust in. There may have been, you know, um, you just living in your life. Just put it like that. You're living in life and then tragedy strikes you and you just not prepared for it. You wasn't looking for it. You wasn't ready for it. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm looking at this. We don't even get four verses. We get four verses into this chapter and this woman's life is turned upside down. Her entire life. Everything that she felt was her norm. Everything that she got comfortable with. Everything that she loved. Everything that she felt like she could rely on. She lost it. Has that ever happened to you? Have you have you ever found yourself in a position where you know you you thought that things was together and finally things is together and then bam out of the blue out of nowhere something sideswipes you and you're like really God what, are you kidding me you gotta be kidding me you know and 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 I'm not just talking about and I told you I'm gonna be transparent for a few minutes I'm not just talking about. Um, um, you know, and I know recently my brother passed away and that was very, very difficult. God, that was difficult. And it still is difficult on some days. And so I thank God for the good days. You know what I'm saying? But, but I'm not just talking about that. And I just want to relate a few things to you. You know, I want to talk to you all who have been dealing with pain and pain can take on so many different faces. It may not be because somebody passed away. You know what I'm saying? Your pain could be because you had an expectation of something happening and it never happened. Your pain could be because, you know what I'm saying, you had hopes for things to come together and instead of them coming together, it blew up. Okay, you know, your pain could be because, you know, you had relationships that you thought that you could rely on. And instead of you being able to rely on those relationships, what has happened instead is that, you know, that they ended up turning on you. They end up talking about you. They end up, you know, you know, becoming an enemy when when in essence you had you had hopes that things would be better this time. You ever had a better you know, a hope that things would be better this time. You ever had a friend that turned on you? You know, somebody who who you thought that you can trust, 
And, and, and it's one thing to know that you can't trust somebody and you keep them at arm's length. But it's something altogether different when you bring them in close to you and they bite you. Pow, that hurts. Okay, that hurts. That hurts, that hurts, that hurts. And sometimes we don't know how to deal with that. And so I want to give you real quick, just a, a quick definition of what pain is. And I know that this is this is something that everybody can relate to because we've all been hurt. Have you ever fell and skint your knee? Have you ever fallen off of a bike? Have you ever fell down the stairs or fell up the stairs, which is the most ridiculous thing? But however, it has happened to all of us at some point in time. Okay. And, and listen, I want to, and even I see your comments, but I even want to address that because everything is not the devil. And we say that we, you know, and sometimes people are full of the devil. I have to agree. Yes. But then there are times where, um, the, our, our, our chaos, our pain, our, our injury has been orchestrated by God. Because he knows that there is no other way to get you where he got to get you unless you are hurt, unless you come out of yourself, unless you stop being, you know, strong all the time. Come on here, somebody. Now, I'm going to read to you a definition of pain. It is trouble or care. All right. It is um, something that irks you or annoys you or that is troublesome. I'm reading you from the Webster's Dictionary. Um, it is humiliation. Oh, Jesus. Been there, done that. Wore all of those 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 shirts and, 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 and sweatshirts. It is noxious stimulant. It is something that is that is uh, localized, that is suffering, that is caused by diseased disease or injury or well, i want to say dis-ease something that is, is uncomfortable is uncomfortable for you because pain is uncomfortable pain is being in a position where you are not comfortable where you are you know and 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 i don't want to you know make it seem like my pain is any different than anybody else's because pain is pain no matter how you cut it. It could be pain from something that was self-inflicted or it could be pain from something that was inflicted on us by others. You know what I'm saying? However it is, you know what I'm saying? Or whatever the source of it, sometimes it feels like a penalty or a punishment. Have you ever looked at your life and said, God, what are you making me pay for? Like, like, didn't I pay for it already? And And there have been things, come on things and and I feel like you know there you know there's some of us who have gone through and we have suffered losses but then there are some of us who have gone through and have suffered have suffered loss after loss after loss after loss after loss after loss on top of another loss and you didn't even have a chance to even even catch your breath from the first loss till you were looking at another loss that's what Ruth the book of Ruth this first chapter Naomi is going through that four verses into the book four verses and her world is shattered the man who whose name was God is my king the man who she served and loved you know, because this was her husband. She lost him. He died. So here she is. She's like, okay, all right, I'm going to get it together. I can rebound from that. It's, it's, it's hurting me. My heart is broken, but I, I can get up from that. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm, I'm going to rebound. I don't know how, but I'm going to do it. You ever had one of those? I don't know how, but I'm gonna, you know what I'm saying? And so here she is. She says, all right, it's okay. It's fine. All right. No biggie. And then it says in verse two that she had her sons with her. She had her two sons and that was her consolation. The fact that, well, at least I still got them. You know, I lost some stuff. Okay. But at least I still got them. And, and, and so then when you get down to verse five, it says, and both Malon and Kilion died so that the woman was left without her two sons and her husband. And the fact that the scripture gives us this description like this, that is helping us to see that her pain is compounded by not one loss, but by three losses, okay? And and y'all y'all stop getting ahead of me and preaching for me. I got to bring this all the way full circle. I want you to I want you to hear this because because the thing about it is we can preach to each other. But what do you do when you by yourself? How do you handle your pain? Is your pain being translated in your life as your purpose and and and, and is it propelling you to a place of power or are you having a pity party? That's a lot of peas back to back. Are you having pity parties are you at the point where you know how to handle your losses or are you are you going to become like 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 Naomi becomes and and so I want to give you a couple of points on how to handle your pain but I want to get down to verse 8 can we go to verse 8 real quick and I told you this is really quickly becoming uh 20 minute Tuesdays instead of 10 minute Tuesdays because it's just too much <laughs> I gotta get through the whole thing all right verse 20 I mean excuse me verse 8 verse 8 says but Naomi said to her daughters-in-law, go, return each of you to your mother's house. May the Lord deal kindly with you. I need to skip down. All right. Get down to verse 10. And they said to her, no, we will not return. We will return with you to your people. And verse 11 says, and Naomi said, turn back, my daughters. Why will you go with me? Have I yet sons in my womb that will become your husbands? Okay. And then uh, uh, skip down to. Verse 13, would you therefore wait till they are grown? Would you therefore refrain from marrying? No, my daughters, for it is exceeding bitter for me. I need you to take, take note of those words. It is exceeding bitter for me for your sake that the hand of the Lord, oh God, has gone out against me. Jesus, God in heaven. I, I just cannot sit right there. Have you ever felt like God was just not for you? I mean, and I have talked before about God, you know, having that feeling like God has kicked me. Like he has like, he did a roundhouse on me. You know what I'm saying? And just like kicked me one way. And when I swung around, he kicked me again, you know, and, and we have all felt like that. But here is Naomi four verses in. She lost her husband, lost her two sons and still had to figure out how do I get up from here and keep going. And, 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 and I want to talk to you about pain because you got to be careful again. And I said this before, how pain molds your life. We all have suffered some losses. And I looked back and, 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 you know, and I have a testimony and I thank God for how he has kept me, how the Lord has, has been gracious to me. You know what I'm saying? And it's not always been because Fran made all the right choices because Fran didn't always make all the right choices, but it's just been God's grace and his mercy. And I begin to sit and look today and look at all of the losses, you know, that I've had to suffer. And it started making me upset. I got angry. Just 
seeking God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. All of that. And I started getting upset about the losses. I didn't say loss. I said losses that I have had to suffer because it started bothering me. And I'm like, wait a second. And then I had to catch my thoughts because, and, I, and I'm talking to somebody. I know I'm talking to somebody today because what what happens to you if you don't get a hold of your thoughts? What happens to you when you start thinking about, oh my God, I got every reason to be upset. Oh my God, I got every reason to be upset. I got every reason to be angry. I got every reason to feel like I'm feeling. Lord, don't you see all the things that I have had to go through? Don't you see all the things that I, and, and, and I'm still right here and I'm still serving the Lord. And I'm still like, like you need brownie points because you still hold on to Jesus. Girl, that's your reasonable service. That's your reasonable service. But I want you to look at Naomi's behavior because some of us have this very same behavior. Very same behavior. One, two, three, four times she tells her daughters, leave me. I don't have nothing for you. I can't help you. I'm done. My husband is gone. My boys is gone. I don't have anything. Why do you even want to stay here? Do I got anything else for you? Is there going to be anything else that I can offer to you? Can I give you other other husbands? Am I going to be able to have some sons? Are you going to wait around? You know, and she's rationalizing with them about them staying with her, you know. And sometimes we have the capacity to do that. Whenever you're hurting, you push the wrong people or you push the, the you push the wrong people away from you. People that you need with you. Okay, and sometimes some folks don't have no sense. They'll turn around and go ahead and leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But then you have those who are like who are like Ruth, and she's like, "Wait a second, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere." And you have to understand because Ruth said, uh, "Excuse me," Naomi said, "Okay," at verse 22 down here at the Bible. I'm not gonna read all the way down to 22, but here she says, she says. I have grown exceedingly bitter. And she tried to use the girls as an excuse. I'm bitter for you. I'm bitter. I'm, I feel you. You know, and she's, she's telling them how she feels for them because of their, them losing their husbands. When in essence, her bitterness was not about whether or not she was bitter for them. And the truth comes out as we continue to read the scripture. Okay? And the Bible says... And the Bible says, you know, verse, verse 18 says, and when Naomi saw that she was determined to go with her, she said no more. And the two of them went on until they came to Bethlehem. And when they came to Bethlehem, the whole town was stirred because of them. And the women said, is this Naomi? She said to them, do not call me Naomi, call me Mara, for the Almighty has dealt very bitterly with me. So that's two times. And here comes the truth. She told the girls the truth the first time when she said, you know what I'm saying, that, you know, I'm feeling some kind of way about God because I don't appreciate him, you know, bringing me to this place of loss. You know what I'm saying? I'm feeling some kind of way about God because this right here, I didn't think I should have to go through this. I don't see his purpose in all this pain. Come on here, somebody. How many of you have been hurt and you don't know why? You don't understand why you look at what you've lost in your family, what you've lost in your personal life, what you have lost. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, you know, on your job, you know, maybe, you know, being sick, 
You know, maybe you've had, you know, issues with your health and you don't understand why am I sick? God, I don't understand this. This don't make no sense to me. You know, what's the purpose in all of this? And so the truth comes out and Naomi says, don't call me Naomi anymore. Because that, that place where I was, that's not where I am anymore. And, and Naomi means my joy. She said, don't call me my joy anymore because I don't have that no more. Don't call me that. She said, but I need you to call me Mara, which is bitter. Mara means bitterness. And the scripture shows us how she talks about bitterness. And, and when, when I looked this up, this bitterness, okay, the scripture is showing us clearly, clearly. She said in verse 21, I went away full. And the Lord has brought me back empty. Why call me Naomi when the Lord has testified against me and the Almighty has brought me to calamity? Listen to me. You need to change your thinking. Just because you suffered that pain, just because you went through those losses, just because somebody died, and just because a few people died, that does not mean that God has dealt bitterly with you. That does not mean that God has kicked you. That does not mean that God has turned his back on you. That does not mean that he's given up on you either. And when you read up here in the 13th verse where it says that she is exceedingly bitter, this word, this these two words together means that she was full of anguish and she was furious with God. Have you ever been mad at God? Come on, sanctify people. Come on, come on, all you religious folks that want to put on shows for everybody else. Let's put all that stuff aside. Have you ever been mad at God? Has God ever done anything? And you look back at him like, really, God? I don't want to go to church. I don't want to hear from God. Don't prophesy to me. Don't pray for me. Don't preach to me. Don't talk to me. Matter of fact, I don't want to be bothered with nobody. Hello? Because you look at what you lost and you don't see the purpose of that pain. And when you don't see the purpose of that pain. Now I know I'm talking to somebody up in here. Else y'all would not be on this, this feed. Come on. When you don't see the purpose of what God is bringing you through. You will look at it in your own flesh. And you will get angry. This exceeding bitter means that she was furious. She was so angry. And so furious with God. That she sat on the edge of rebellion. She felt like rebelling against God. Her telling those girls to go away was her rebellion. She said, I don't want to be bothered with y'all. I don't want y'all as my responsibility no more because I just, I got to deal with my own pain. Come on. I, I need to deal with me right now. Because, and because I got to deal with me right now, I can't deal with you. <laughs> That's where she was. Have you ever been there? Have you ever dealt with that where you just, I want to just get away from everybody. I don't want to be bothered. I don't like you. I can't stand you. I don't want you to be around me because I just want to have a pity party. Because right now, I want to soak in my pain. I want to be able to deal with wherever I am. And I don't want nobody bothering me. Have you ever been there? And I almost tipped the scales and fell over into that place. And when I heard those questions come up in my spirit, I started to rebuke that stuff and say, what spirit is that? The blood of Jesus. We're not going there. God, you know, all things. The Bible tells us that the secret things 
belong to the Lord. But the things that are revealed belong to us and our children forever. Listen to me. You may not understand it, but don't you rebel against God. Don't you get so angry that 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 you want to just run the opposite direction and not obey what God has told you to do. Come on here because you don't understand. And I'm going to tell you something. I got a I got a list. I got a list. And 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 I'm telling you we can sit here and compare lists. I got a list. Okay? That didn't just start 7 years ago. My list started the day I I crossed the matrix into this world. I got a list. And I'm going to tell you something. It's not about making no comparison on no list. But what you got to know is that your steps are ordered by God. And your pain has a purpose. You got to get yourself together. And it took Naomi some time. It took her a few minutes to get it together. But once she got it together and she began to understand that I don't have no reason to be mad at God. God ordered my steps. He orchestrated this thing. And so I'm going to trust him. I'm not going to be angry with him no more. Listen to me. Let me give you a couple of tools here. Number one, when you start going through your pain, you need to understand that God wants you to move from that place of pain to purpose and power. Purpose and power. First of all, you got to get power over your own pain before you help anybody else with theirs. Can I say that again? You got to help. You got to get power over your own pain before you can help anybody else with theirs. You can't bring nobody out if you're there. And if you don't know how to harness that thing before it takes a hold of you and you let that thing get a hold of you in such a way that it take your mind off into something else and then you run off into a tangent, you're going to find yourself in that place of rebellion. You're going to find that's where Naomi was. She was not just angry with God. She was not just feeling anguish over her loss, but she was in rebellion to the plan of God, to the purpose of God. And she began to fight God in her heart because of her pain. Don't you let your pain cause you to fight God. Don't you let your pain Push you out of the will of God. Do you ever notice that some people, when they are wounded, when they start going through, they backslide? Why? Because they don't know how to handle pain. They don't know how to allow their pain to be turned into purpose and power. Let me give you a couple of of pointers that's going to help you. And I know y'all on your lunch break and some of y'all going to have to go back in. But let me get this out for you real quick. Number one, when you are going through your pain, you need to learn how to uh, embrace it. You know why? Because there's a saying. And the saying goes like this. Whatever you resist, persists. Whatever you resist, persists persist. And so what you have to do is you got to embrace that thing. Stop saying, I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to be bothered with it. I'm just going to act like it's not here. You got to deal with that pain. You got to go to God and be honest and say, Lord, this is what's in my heart. This is how I'm feeling today. God, this is what's bothering me. And I need you to help me because I don't want to be Mara. I don't want to change my name from what you are calling me and become something else that you have not ordained me to become. And you got to let your pain educate you. Don't you know that there are some things that you can't learn unless you hurt? Listen to me. And David said it so well. He said, it was good for me that I was afflicted. He said, because before I was afflicted, I went astray. What? Before I suffered loss, before I went through pain, I went astray. Before, oh Jesus, 
that's a thought that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for those tears. I wouldn't be here if I didn't know how to let that thing educate me and teach me that God is a keeper, that he's a God of comfort, that places of humiliation, he can lift my head up, that he is the lifter of my head. Don't you know that you will never learn those things about God unless you've been through those low places first? So you got to let your pain educate you, learn from it. Don't let it bind you, let it develop you. Don't let it bind you, let it develop you. These are good notes, you need to write that down. Because some of you have gotten like, Nail me. And you telling everybody, get away from me. I don't want to be bothered. I don't want to talk to you. I don't feel like being bothered with you because this is how I feel. You let your emotions rule you. You cannot allow your emotions to rule you. Let your pain be turned into purpose and power. Okay? And don't look at everything as negative. Okay? Don't let it hold you back. Don't let it imprison you. To where you can't function and you can't do the things that's in your heart to do. You got to learn how to shake that thing off. Embrace that that pain. Be educated by that pain. Whatever you resist is going to persist. If you keep acting like it's not there, guess what? When you go to sleep at night, it's going to be there. When you wake up in the morning, it's going to be there. When you go to work and you sit at your computer or whatever it is that you do at your job, it's going to meet you there because you got to face it. You got to deal with it, okay? And your purpose, you got to find, you got to find, stop looking at the negativity, okay? Let it, let this pain be the, the fuel and propel you into the place of purpose. Why? So that you can find the possibility. Find in the midst of this pain, there's a possibility that I can exceed. There's the possibility that I can get over this thing. There's the possibility that I can win, even though I feel like I'm losing right now or like I lost exponentially. Listen to me. You're not going to always be on this side of pain. There is a such thing as recovery. And I'm telling you, I'm declaring to you that recovery is coming. I'm declaring to you that pain is going to bring you into purpose and power if you let it. If you allow, allow it. You got to learn how to triumph over your tragedies. Let yourself triumph over your tragedies. You know, because we like pity parties. Where y'all at? Come on, tell the truth. We like for people to give us attention. Oh, you're not feeling good. Oh, you having a rough day. Oh, you still hurting. What? We love that. We love that. And let me tell you something. When you don't deal with your pain, it opens the door to other things. Spirits of, of, of infirmity. And, 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 and you know what I'm saying? Even if you already have sickness in your body, if you let that thing deal with you the wrong way, you better deal with it. Because if you don't, it's going to deal with you. You got to triumph over this stuff. And, we, and, and how can I do that? Get your Bible, read your Bible, let your heart be filled with the word of God. That's number one. See those in scripture that have triumphed over their tragedies. And not only so, but look out in the world. Read some stories about people who have triumphed. They become great influencers. They become movers and shakers. They become power brokers and anointed vessels for God to use. 
all because of their pain. If if they had not been left by the people who left them, if they had not been forsaken, if they had not been humiliated, they would have never found their strength. If they had not suffered those losses that they had to suffer, they would have never knew that God had put the strength that they needed down on the inside of them. So stop calling yourself Mara and stop kicking against God and pushing everybody else away and let's let this pain be turned into purpose and power. There are people that you can reach on the other side of your pain that you could not reach until you was afflicted. There are people whose lives you will transform by the word of God and the testimony that comes from your suffering, that comes from your affliction, that you would not be able to reach them unless you cried those tears, unless you went through that suffering, unless you experienced that abandonment, unless you knew what it felt like to be rejected, unless you knew what it felt like to feel like God kicked you and left you sitting on the side of the road. You could not become what he wants you to be until you suffer in these areas. David said it, and I'm going to say it again. It was good for me that I was afflicted. And before I was afflicted, I went astray. Before I was afflicted, I almost fell over where, where Naomi was. And I almost became Myra. Almost. I was right there. Saw myself having a whole conversation. Come on here, somebody. And don't say that you're too saved to get angry at God. That means that you really ain't really suffered nothing. Not until your very heart and your love for God has been tried. And maybe you feel like, I have. I've been there. I experienced that. Well, guess what? It's time for you to take that pain. And be educated by it. It's time for you to embrace that pain. It's time for you to turn that negative into a positive. It's time for you. If if the world knows that if you give me lemons, I'm going to make lemonade. What would you, what should you be able to do? Who have the spirit of the living God down on the inside of you. I'm not telling you that it's not going to rain. Because the Bible says that it's going it rains on the just as well as the unjust. So you're going to experience pain. You're going to hurt. But the life that you have been given, you have the ability to turn that pain into purpose. The life that you have been given, you have the ability to bring healing and deliverances and, and shape lives like never before on the other side. Of your pain. But the choice is yours. It's up to you. If you're going to be Mara. If you're going to be bitter. Or you're going to be Naomi. Are you going to be joy. Or you're going to be bitter. It's left up to you. Nobody else can make that decision for you. You're going to rebel against God. Because of what happened. Listen to me. And then what's going to happen then. And then what. I mean. Because you think that. Because you, you grown. And you can make this decision. What are you going to do? What you going to do? So I need to encourage you today. I want you to hear that today. Don't you let your pain paralyze you. I'm declaring over you today that whoever you are, if you're listening by our heart radio, if you're listening right here on this Facebook live, listen to me, you will not be paralyzed by your pain, but you will turn your pain into purpose 
and power. And you will see the hand of God move through you like never before on the other side of your pain. Because why? You're going to hang in there long enough to see God move. You're going to hang in there long enough to see what was it all for. And you're going to be able to say like David, it was good for me. It didn't feel good in the beginning and it didn't feel good at the end. But now I understand what it was all for. And since I understand what it was all for, I'm going to allow God to use this for his glory. And guess what? Just because of this, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut. Just because of this, I'm going to make sure that I reach out to as many people as I possibly can because this thing tried to paralyze me. Oh, that's what you tried to do? Oh, so since you tried to do that, I got something for you. I'm going to keep moving. And so I pray that your heart is encouraged today, that you are strengthened today, that you hear God today. Do not let this paralyze you. We have all suffered some kind of pain, some kind of loss, some kind of injury, some kind of, 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 of you know, disappointment. But let this pain be turned into purpose and power for the glory of God. For the glory of God. And where you felt like you wasn't going to make it, I'm declaring over you, yes, you can. Not only will you make it, but honey, you're going you gonna, you gonna to bust through the roof. You're not going to just make it because anybody can just make it. Anybody can just make it. No, 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 no. Your purpose is not going to be denied. What God has ordained for you and all of that stuff you went through, you're going to see the reason why. So that God can get the glory out of your life. Be blessed. Be encouraged. Be strengthened, be joy. That's who you need to be. Not Mara, be joy. Be be joy. Don't just have joy. Be joy. Don't be paralyzed by what you have experienced. Because God's purpose is to turn your pain into power and purpose. I love you. God bless you. A little flexibility can go a long way. By refinancing your newer used auto loan with PenFed, you can lower your monthly payments for more flexibility in your budget. You can even schedule your first payment for up to 60 days from the date of your refinance. Calculate how much you can save at PenFed.org slash autorefi or call 1-800-247-5626 to apply. Membership is open to everyone. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. With Metro and the best deal in wireless, whatever your goal, however you hustle, you can rule your day. Get two lines with 5G access included for just $35 a month per line, period. With taxes and regulatory fees always included, so you know exactly how much you pay every month. All on America's largest 5G network at no extra charge. Plus, at Metro, get the latest 5G phones, like a Samsung Galaxy for less than 100 bucks when you switch. That's the best deal in wireless, so you can take control of your day wherever it takes you. Metro by T-Mobile, empowering you to rule your day. Requires auto pay. First month is $40 per line for two lines. Samsung A51 requires port from eligible carrier and ID validation limited to two per account. Coverage not available in some areas. See Metro by T-Mobile.com or store for details.